Welcome to Impact the World. For this episode, we bring you the audio of my monthly energy update, which is delivered to YouTube every single month. You can find the video version of this at my channel, Lee Harris Energy. And if you hit subscribe and the notification bell, you will always be notified when the energy update appears. We hope you enjoy this audio version of the energy update. Welcome to April 2022, the energy update. I hope you're doing okay out there. I hope your hearts are doing okay and your mental health is okay. It's certainly been one hell of a month here on Earth. And interestingly, when I recorded the energy update for March, we always record about a week ahead so that my team can process it all. And so it was a few days before the Ukraine invasion. So reactions to war will have been coloring much of your experience of the last month. And so whether it is heartbreak, horror, grief, shock, anger, disgust about what has been going on, those high emotions have been flying around for everybody. And interestingly, one of the themes that came up for the month of March was overwhelm and exhaustion. And I know many of us felt that way in reaction to what we were seeing. And of course, we can support and help as much as we can. And I, I certainly think the amount of support and focus that we've been seeing has been incredible. But equally, this is a problem in our world that we are all too used to. And there have been so many wars going on for so many decades and centuries. And so for many of us as humans, it's tiring, it's exhausting, it's dismaying and it's in many ways out of our hands. It's not something that the majority of people on earth want to see happening. So again, it furthers that disconnect between our leadership, us as a people. It's, it's a very fragile time where that relationship is concerned. And this is yet another area where we're seeing that rise to the surface. But one thing that has been very evident is the amount of compassion and willpower that people have to rally round, support, say no to what is being played out. So if you're still feeling fragile or tender from everything that you've been seeing going on, that's fully understandable. And we're going to talk a little bit about some of the self-care things that you can do to bring yourself back to center. But equally, I just want to acknowledge those of you who either because for you there have been other wars that you have been focused on throughout recent years that haven't perhaps drawn as much focus or been as in the mainstream view as this one, or because you are someone who is here to be a light bearer. And so maintaining peace and light is your way of being. I want to give you a shout out as well, because I think there can often be a tendency to judge people's reactions and this person's reaction is superior to this person's reaction. And of course, in a multidimensional world, it doesn't work that way. And the idea that it should or that someone else is reacting in the wrong way is the very energy of war 
that we see playing out on a grand scale in a small scale. And we've seen a lot of that division of people playing out in the last couple of years. So try and be mindful about what feels true to you. Honor what you're seeing other people go through. But really, this is a time to, more than ever before, know who you are, know what you need, know how to manage and care for your own feelings and reactions. I've been saying a version of that for so many years because it's getting more and more urgent and evident that these times that we're in are very choppy. And there is no sign of that changing overall for another year or so at least. We certainly are in this period where moving towards 2024, the world is a more tumultuous place than we perhaps knew it a decade ago. But with that said, it's why the work of caring for yourself is going to help you care for the rest of the world. So if you found yourself getting overwhelmed, number one, you're not alone. Many of us went through that experience this month. But there are a few things that you can consider doing if you find that you are overwhelmed. One of the worst things that we can do is to just try and carry on, to just try and plow through. Because the more we just dig deeper and keep pushing, even when we're feeling fried or highly reactive or highly irritable or not quite like ourselves or out of our body, that will lead to a prolonged burnout. It will fry our bodies. So a few things that I always do whenever I feel overwhelmed, and some of these I've learned across the years from outside sources, and some of these I've learned work for me. I try and feel my feelings. If I catch myself avoiding my feelings or noticing I've got irritation or a highly activated reaction to something, that's a really good moment to go, ah, there's something in here that is showing up in my outer behavior that I have not yet become aware of. So I try and feel my feelings and I try and sit down and acknowledge, okay, what am I feeling? What is moving through me? So first of all, feel your feelings and give yourself space to feel your feelings. And even if you are the busiest caretaker or parent in the world, if you aren't giving yourself just a moment to feel your feelings and reset yourself, then your caregiving is going to be somewhat chaotic. It's not necessarily going to be coming from the best place. So even if you have an enormous amount of responsibility in your life, it's really important to take a moment to feel your feelings and equally move your feelings. So for example, this can be dancing, putting on a song that you really like and letting your body move with the feelings inside you. It can be going for a walk, doing some exercise, creating something. And you'll know when it's right. You know, there can come a point when after two or three days of sitting, stewing in feelings or your mind starts looping, you realize I'm not really helping anybody here. I'm not helping myself. I'm certainly of no use to the outside world. So feel your feelings, move your feelings, and then take action. What actions could support you being better in yourself and better for the world? So I know many of us over the last month have either supported friends that we know who are directly either involved in or very close to the crisis areas. Uh, we can donate, we can donate money, we can donate our time. It doesn't completely take away the feelings, but it's a way of coming back into our body and being able to handle it all, especially when we feel like we can handle no more. So the one place to go when you feel overwhelmed is in whether that's meditate, create, speak to friends who you care about. And it's, this is something I'm 
going into a touch more detail this month about because this is going to be a, a life lesson for all of us. There are going to be and there have been many things already that can be overwhelming to our senses. And if you are a sensitive, if you're someone who's in touch with your feelings or you're learning about your sensitivity right now, and you probably wouldn't be interested in my way of giving language to feelings if you weren't a sensitive, you're going to need some of these skills. So when overwhelm hits, how do you center the self? Feel your feelings, move your feelings, create space, cancel unnecessary things that aren't actually required so that you can give yourself space and then take actions that support you. Then you'll be more helpful to others. The general energy climate for April is, no surprise, stormy. It's going to shift between light and dark and this is going to be mirrored on the world stage. But one key difference for April is that we're going to have an influx of light this month, the strongest influx of light that we've seen in the year of 2022 so far. So when these light waves come in, this can manifest as incredible periods of grace, clarity, healing, higher awareness and visions. I know sometimes you can wonder, well, am I detached from reality or am I just ignoring what's going on? And I think the fact that you're even asking that question is a good clue that you, you're very clear about what's going on on the planet, but you're also tapping into this part of your own soul and also the energies on the planet right now that are trying to uplift the consciousness. So you aren't always going to want to stay in what's going on. And those of you who are on the front line right now, whether you're helping in an area of crisis, whether you're on the front line with your family or your friends needs or yourself, you're going to find that allowing those periods of grace into you, huge heart expansion happens. You start to feel more in your heart. You start to remember, wow, it's a miracle we're alive today. For any of us, you know, we, we never know when we're going to go and nothing is guaranteed in human life. And that's part of the edgy paradigm that's breaking down right now. None of us have been trained to relish uncertainty. And right now we are in times of uncertainty. So there's a big reaction that can happen in the body. But there is a ton of light and grace coming in to support the healing phase that we're all going through. So if you feel completely detached from that, start calling it in. Start asking, universe, I, I would love your support and your help with this issue or this area of my life. You can use your words to call in support and light. Because the other theme that came up which links to this is the discomfort of transformation. Again, this is in the spotlight in April, but this is something that we've been going through in these, in these years, the discomfort of transformation. In the discomfort, we are shedding ourselves. So right before we have a breakthrough in life, we can often go into a very contracted period. I often call it the contraction before the expansion. You might be about to meet a significant other in your life and in the weeks before, all the exes contact you and show up or you suddenly start having all these thoughts and beliefs and feelings that I'm not good enough for a relationship. Who would ever want me? And it all comes up like a storm because on your soul's timeline, you're about to have a breakthrough. The sun's about to come in and it's about to change your experience. So right before that, we go into this crisis, dark night of the soul, purification period. 
So when, if you're in the discomfort of transformation right now, you'll know that it's transformation because you'll still be able to have some possible hope. You'll still be able to believe that this can transform. You'll be observing yourself in uncomfortable thoughts, old patterns, things that are rising to the surface because of this light that's coming in and because of the dismantling of the old in our world, it puts us right in the eye of the storm in ourselves. So the discomfort of your transformation can be forecasting where you're going. So be curious about what you're noticing. If your thoughts are very judgmental toward your ability in your work or your career, ask yourself, mm, am I about to have a breakthrough in my work or career? Is that why I'm so focused on the negative right now? Because these old patterns can't go with us into the future. So if you're feeling that discomfort of transformation and you're not flattened and on the floor and you've got hopelessness running through you, you're actually just about to have a breakthrough and you're burning off old identities, old thoughts, old patterns as you get there. Now in tandem with that, there is another theme this month, which is, I've touched on this a few times over the years, um, but future emergence energy being seeded. That is what I was given, even though the sentence is an interesting one to me. In recent months, I've talked about this innovation energy that is birthing on the planet that we may not always see out there on the world stage. You'll see it in moments, you'll see it in pockets. You'll hear about what somebody's invented that's good for the planet and you'll be like, wow, that's amazing. You'll start to see people in your local neighborhood doing things in a slightly different way, beginning to take into their own hands what we as a community might need, especially when the needs of the community that used to be served by the system are suddenly removed or uh, there is no attention being given. We're seeing this in a lot of crisis areas around the world. I know this has been going on in Australia lately. So one of the things to bear in mind is this future emergence energy is being seeded right now. What it means is future actions, organizations, and if you like, um, how, would I, how would I frame it? Future actions, organizations, and creations are being seeded right now. So things that may not rise to prominence for two or three years, both on a global scale or in your personal life, are, are coming in for people now. People are having visions and ideas that they want to follow. And that future emergence energy is being seeded. And so you'll start to see it, you'll start to feel it. Look to new creation and new energy as essentially the flowers coming through the earth right now. It's very easy to buy into the narrative that we're sold. But it's equally important to remember that we get to pioneer the future. And in fact, we're here to help pioneer the future. Doesn't mean it will always be successful every week or you will feel that you are winning in doing that. But pay attention, especially if you're feeling a bit hopeless. Start recognizing there are things going on in the world right now that will really support us in the future. And we're beginning to see them emerge. So. Many of you will be rising and emerging like never before. Again, it may just be the ideas incubation stage right now, but you're feeling it and you wanna nurture it. So look after those creative pregnancies, which I, I mentioned last month too. That brings us to our next one, which is relationship healing. We've talked a little bit about the shifting relationships over the months and how friendships, relationships, business relationships are changing as we go through this very 
breaking apart, shifting sands time on earth, we'll find certain relationships in our life deepen, including the one we have with ourself. We'll also find other relationships in our life are going to shift or change a little bit, just like we are letting go of certain identities or patterns inside ourselves. It's all connected because any friendship or relationship in our life that we feel connected to, we have similarities in place. So as we let go of a certain side of ourselves, it might mean that a friend or a business partner that you used to feel very connected to, and they're not necessarily letting go of some of the same things, the two of you need to go in slightly separate directions. So we're seeing a lot of this shifting relationships. The most important thing you can ever do is come from your heart, recognize you can still love the person and they can still love you, even if the two of you acknowledge and recognize that you need to slightly go different ways to how you have been playing the relationship dynamics so far. But one area that comes into the spotlight for April that I was given is getting stuck or attached to other people's energies, emotions, and that will be taking focus for many of you. So what this means is feeling consumed by the way that someone reacts to you, feeling overly embedded or entangled in someone else's emotional reaction, and then it causes a mirror reaction in you. So that's where a lot of relationship healing is going to take place. So if you find yourself reacting at somebody or feeling reactive towards somebody, the best thing you can do, unless you have a brilliant relationship with that person and the two of you are really good at saying, hey, I'm feeling triggered, can we talk about this? And you know, those relationships exist, but the best thing you can do first is, what is moving through me? What just got triggered? Is this old in me? Is this something that I wanna carry forward? Is this something I'm okay with? Do a little self-examination first before you clobber the other person over the head or get defensive and lock yourself away. We're all feeling emotionally more tender than ever before. So try and bear that in mind. Your own tenderness emotionally is probably the way that they're feeling, whether they're showing it or not. But be aware of this reactivity. So getting stuck or attached to other people's energies or emotions right now. And the, the great gift of this is the learning and the healing is for us to recognize, oh wow, I just got really angry at my friend kind of unexpectedly and then they got angry back at me and we just had this kind of firebomb. Wow, that really reminds me of all the other times in my life. What's underneath that? When did that originate? How can I work with my own feelings to notice them sooner rather than suppress them for so long that they eventually come out as an anger boundary. What did I not notice or say earlier on before? So we're all learning to love all of the time and this is how we unpick the layers in ourselves, in our hearts and whenever you play out a wound healing with another person on the planet, you're not just doing it for the two of you. You then take that encoding in your body out into your life and you might be able to really help someone else with what they're going through. I mean, I'm so grateful for all the people in my life who were emotionally more mature than I was at times where I was dealing with some of my own emotional immaturity or wounding because they were able to hold space for me. But I would often be surprised when they would tell me, oh, oh yeah, I went through this because they didn't necessarily emit that energy. That's how we heal our energy fields. And that's going on right now in a very big way. So the last couple of themes for this month are 
the general awakening energy that is happening on the planet right now, you'll notice it. It's rising, it's carrying on. So more and more people are seeing how some of the systems in our world are not necessarily working on our behalf or perhaps were never designed to. And this is an uncomfortable time because more and more people are starting to question things. And I will go back to what I said earlier. We don't love uncertainty especially because we were very compliant and agreeing with the systems that we have been in so far. And what we know is there are certain aspects of our systems that we need to reform and transform and that need to grow and change with us. But what we're also noticing is a fight. And so that fight energy is in the air. So if you are having a little bit of a shock about some of the things you're seeing in the world, whether it's the way a certain person speaks to a group of people or to a whole country, um, or whether it's some of the actions that are being taken, it's quite normal to go through that process as you awaken to everything in the world, not just your spiritual awakening, but one of your most powerful spiritual awakenings is often waking up to see the dark and light in operation on this planet and recognizing what's going on and then figuring out who you want to be in this time. Because initially there can be this chaotic reaction where I don't quite know how to deal with this. I don't know who I'm going to be. Well, if that isn't what I thought it was, well, this is the time where so many of us are figuring out how we want to show up, how we want to serve. They always tell me that these are the times that we came for and we are in the heart of them right now. So for many of you, by all means, acknowledge the feelings and the shock and be mindful of the feelings and the shock in people around you. There will be friends, colleagues, relatives that might suddenly be seeing things that you perhaps have been privy to for a while. It's intense to go through that. And if you remember when you first started to see the world that way, you can have a lot of compassion for the people who just now are beginning to see some of this stuff. And it's, it's on the rise and it's on the rise in so many different ways the disclosure of the shadows in the world is painful and is difficult to see, but it's going to continue over the next two or three years. So it's not a case of brace yourself and just try and white knuckle your way through it. It's going, okay, if I can come to acceptance of what's going on in the planet, which I will do at some point when I've gone through my grief process, my shock process, my anger process, all of the feelings I need to go through. We talked about that with overwhelm at the beginning. Those feelings need to be honored because they're your transformation. You'll come to a place where you'll go, ah, so if this is what it is, and I believe I'm meant to be here, I know I'm hesitant saying that because I know so many of you are like, I'm definitely on the wrong planet, and I get it, I've been there too. There are reasons that we are here at this time, and we are here for the transformation. And Many, many, many souls all over the world, perhaps yourself included right now, are beginning to go, oh my God, I feel a bit differently about life than I used to. And I also feel differently about my purpose here. And I also just want to look into the eyes of the person that I love and go, I really love you because who knows what's going to happen in a week or a month, but I love you right now and I'm going to come from that place. That is the kind of energy that we need to seed and share with each other at the moment right now and link arms in. I'm always so grateful when I see that energy around the world. It always lights the heart in me. And as we can keep our own hearts lit around the world, 
Even if you only manage to be in your heart for half an hour a day because you're having a tough time, acknowledge the half an hour, the 30 minutes. Go, oh, that's cool. For 30 minutes, I was able to be in my heart space. Good, pat on the back. The rest will work itself out. The other 23 and a half hours will work itself out if you keep tending to yourself and recognizing this world is a lot right now. It's a lot. When I sat down to write the themes today, in my head, I was like, maybe we'll just have four themes this month and boom, they gave me nine. And I'm like, oh great, more, more, more uh, of all of this going on. But that's the world right now. So if you've had it with the world, take breaks from the world as long as you need until you feel ready to come back. And lastly, and this one is a little obtuse to me, but many of the themes in an energy update often are because we haven't yet walked through some of it. The planet is not controllable and her intelligence will speak and rise. Now, when I look at some of the events that have been going on around the world where the climate is concerned, there's definitely a, an awareness for me of, ah, the planet is beginning to speak up, but she is not controllable. And yet there are some groups, organizations who think she is. And so we're going to see more of a clash going on with that, not just in the coming month, but in the coming months. We're about to see that go up a notch. So the planet has her own intelligence and her own awareness of everything that's going on on the planet that isn't good. So we're going to start to see a little bit more of that playing out. And although that might unnerve some of you because you wonder, well, what does that mean and where's that... What I'm told is that's actually a very good thing. The planet in that way is on the side of a lighter, brighter future rather than a darker, more controlled one. So I hope you were able to find something in the themes this month. I hope you're able to take good care of yourself. And for those of you who uh, are wired to take good care of others or nature or animals, to enjoy that beautiful connective relationship that we get to have in the world when that wheel is able to flow and to be kind to yourself when that wheel isn't flowing and to go okay I need a little break right now very important in these times um, I'm going to in a moment share with you a clip from conversations with the Z's part four so stay tuned for a minute and we will play you that uh, this is conversations that take place between my guides the Z's and Diana Edwards who is a psychotherapist and an author and a friend. This is part four of the series. If you've been in my members community, The Portal, uh, this past three months, you will have received parts one through three and they are all also available at my website. Um, the other thing I'm really happy to tell you about this month is we launched at the end of March, goldenworldmusic.com. So Golden World Music has been the label that I've been putting my music out and mine and DeVore's music out for quite a while. But uh, this year we are expanding uh, who is in Golden World Music. So goldenworldmusic.com, you will find the album that we have just released for musician Dan Burke. It's called Shifts and it's beautiful. It's one of my favorite albums of this past decade. I actually commissioned Dan to create me some healing ambient music a decade ago. And some of the tracks that he used are in Shifts, the album, and then he went and expanded it. So if you need some soul soothing, I highly recommend using the link below the video to check out Dan's album Shifts. It's an hour and 27 minutes. I play it all the time to reset me. And so I'm delighted to be able to partner with Dan and release that music into the wider world for him now. 
Finally, the portal is my monthly members community. It's where you can go deep with my work. Every month I do a 90 minute plus live broadcast, which is video and if you can't make it live, you get access to all the past replays of the last year, where I hold space and inquiry for our community. So it's a little more focused than say some of these larger videos that go out to a larger group. And it's a place where we provide various support tools. So if you are a sensitive, people have often called it a sanctuary for sensitives, not just from my work, and including, for example, this month, Conversation with Disease Part 4. That will be added into the portal this month. You get access to some of my recordings, but you get a Qigong sequence from Stephen Washington every single month, which he designs around the themes of these energy updates. We also have the Portal Presents, where a guest teacher comes in every month and provides a class or an experience. So. There's a wealth of material in the portal. If you'd like to check it out, you can use the links below this video or visit theportal.world. But for now, here is the clip from Conversations with Disease Part 4. The Energetics of the New Human Soul is the title for these series of recordings. So I hope you enjoy. Thank you everyone for tuning in. Take good care and see you next month. You are listening to Conversation with Disease, The Energetics of the New Human Soul, Part 4. That's very empowering. And it makes me think of a quote I took from Soul Imprints, a recording you did recently on the art of transformation. And in that recording, you give various very soul-empowering phrases to say for just 10 minutes, once a day, if that's all a person has, and one that I think can speak to many of us is this one. I allow myself to feel everything. I allow myself to release everything. I allow myself to become who I am here to be. Yes, and what we would like people to notice is as they listened to your sentences, or if they heard that recording and they heard us uh, giving you those sentences, notice how you feel. For some of you, you felt liberated and enhanced, but for some of you, that sentence, I allow myself to feel everything, put you straight into fear. You immediately panicked or worried that you feeling everything would mean you'd feel the worst. So that is good information. You can then ask yourself, are there things in my past or my present that I'm not willing to feel or that I haven't yet felt and that is what I am avoiding? Or is that just the human conditioned mind? that you are supposed to keep yourself safe, not feel too much. Uh, don't do this, don't do that. What about this? What if you heard that sentence, I allow myself to feel everything? And what you realized was you were going to feel the highest levels of bliss, connection, and well-being than you ever have in your life. We will tell you this, those of you listening to this, especially if you are still listening to us all this time later, you are of a high vibrational mind. And the reason we have to tell you that is because only, and this is important, only 10% of you listening had a positive and uplifting response to the words, I allow myself to feel everything. Only 10% of you. And you are a high vibrational group. Now, that is not a reflection on you, that's a reflection on your planet. 
If you are high vibrational, then that tells you how few people on the planet are free of the idea that their feeling everything could be mm, not a bad thing, but a good thing. For most on the planet, you have been taught about the feelings you are supposed to fear. And very little time has been given to you on how you cultivate or open to good or high feelings. And we don't mean mm, 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 hedonistic high feelings that don't last. We mean peace. We mean sustained well-being. We mean a sense of expansion. And many of you now, more than ever before on the planet, are practicing those, which is wonderful. You're doing it through meditation. You're doing it through presence exercises. You're doing it through healing work. You're doing it through music. You're doing it through so many ways. But notice that you all have to give yourself concentrated time of the day where you cultivate that. And for most of you, even those of you who are really doing a lot of work in that area, it might be two or three hours of your 16 to 18 wakeful hours that you are doing that. So the percentage of time that humans are currently allowed to feel expanded and in well-being is very low on this planet. Now, rather than anything we have just said depressing you, so again, watch the way you react and understand that any emotional reaction you have to anything starts to feed your beliefs and your beliefs start to either impede or allow your ability to manifest. So, notice the reaction you've had, and now we want to take you back to something we said several minutes ago. Understand the importance of your role on this planet. Not your role in a way that someone else perceives you or someone else compliments you. No, if you are one of the high vibrational on this planet, and we have just laid it out to you that even you have a certain clamp on how much you believe you can be in well-being or peace or expansion. Even you! Do you understand why you're needed? Do you understand why you cultivating that in and for yourself then emanates it into the world? That's very important for you to get. Those of you who especially feel despair about what you see the planet going through right now, do not just sit and watch and react become the antidote. That is what you are all here to play out in this transitionary time on earth. You are here to become the antidote you think the earth and people needs. <laughs>